0: yay hello everyone welcome to another episode of make him known uh we are one episode away from one year which is insane so like do you remember
1: when we used to introduce ourselves on podcasts oh my gosh i forgot that we did that till right now till right in this moment remembered unless you said that yeah. So my name's Becky. My name's Anna. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Make It mean own Podcast this could number be 24.
0: This could be someone's first time listening. And if it is, thank you so much for yeah. joining us. And Thanks if it for is, listening. you should go check out all the other episodes. Yeah,
1: there's only 23. It won't take you it long it to catch, yeah, up, you you know? catch
0: up. It'll be fine. If you go back, they're way shorter at the beginning. Yeah, <laughs> because now we like ramble so much more and talk yeah. because the Lord is just teaching us so many things that we can't not Talk about them. Yeah, sorry
1: that we're getting a little bit too comfortable. A, li- a, with a little this. <laughs> bit. Thank you, Lord, for this platform. Give me a microphone and a little bit of authority, and w- we'll talk for an hour.
0: That's a Becky Bingo, yeah. which is funny because I was about to say you going a little bit. That's a Becky Bingo as well. A little bit that we've never <laughs> talked about, but you do it. You scrunch your shoulders up and you go <laughs> a little bit too. <laughs> it's oh, so weird, it's dear, learning new things every day. Yeah. Um. Thank you to everyone who has sent in what their favorite episode has been thus far i'm getting so excited for our one year episode yeah because next episode if you haven't heard already won't be a metaphorically speaking or stories with friends it's just going to be kind of like a reflection on the past year and who wants to just hear about becky and i's opinion the entire time we want to hear about you as well so please that's partly every
1: episode that's true yeah
0: um (laughs) so please send in (laughs) your favorite episode and why it's your favorite episode and we want to make it clear as well. You don't have to have listened to all 24 episodes to send it in. Don't be like, oh, I don't want to tell them my favorite episode because I only listened to the first six. Even if you've only listened to two, which of those two is, are your favorite? Like, just yeah. let us know and tell us why.
1: Yeah, we're really excited. And we are, again, just so grateful. I know the more people I talk to who mention the podcast, it's the more excited I get and the more thankful I am. Yeah. So. I'm choking on my own spit. Oh dear! We're really just hoping that this one-year episode is an encouragement. That's that's our goal. So we're really excited for that.
0: Okay, fun fact time. Yeah, I feel like. If we're going to introduce ourselves every time, should we also, like, explain everything every time? I don't know. No. No. But I just thought to say we do fun facts every single episode because while we are... The purpose of this is to make God known and talk about metaphors, we also want you to kind of get to know us as well. Because it's...
1: As a family. Yeah, and it's,
0: like, weird because we put this out into the world and then we're like, cool, hopefully people listen to it. Like, I don't know... Like, we can look at the stats, but it doesn't say, like... John Smith listened to this at this time. Like, you know, yeah. so sometimes people will be like, Oh, I was listening to your podcast, and I was like, You listen to our podcast? What? Yeah. Thank <laughs> <So> you. <laughs> yeah, we do fun facts. So yeah. here's our fun facts.
1: Okay. I'll go first. Yeah. My fun fact is that I love Gaylor Vocal Band. And if you don't know what Gaither Vocal Band is, uh, you're not missing out on a whole lot. <laughs> oh, Only dear. because it's, it's a type of worship music, or it's a band, I guess, but it's a Southern, like Southern Gospel is the type of worship music that it is is and it is very much like a not my generation style <laughs> of music i'm not saying anything i'm not trying to put my foot in my mouth it's something that i always enjoyed with my mother and my grandmother we'd always go down to toronto back when it was called the acc center mm, Yep. um and we would go to the Gather vocal band homecoming um, which is a very sweet memory that I have. And I it used to be like my grandma, my mom, and like either one of the kids. So it would be either my, myself or the siblings. But I just always loved it so much that I would go with my sister or I would go with my brother yeah. instead of it just being them. Someone, like I would yeah. just go every time because yeah. I just loved it. And now it's really sweet because when I listen to the Gather vocal band music, it reminds me of both my, my grandmother and my mother, which is just a really sweet Memory that I have. I love that. Yeah, so I just jam out to their music, and (laughs) it's just a really good time.
0: I feel like there are things that, you know time passes and they're not popular anymore they're not trends anymore but because they are sentimental you like still love them they're preserved by nostalgia yeah yeah that's what jonathan always says i like that like sometimes i go back and watch tv shows that i watched when i was a kid and i'm like if i just started this now i'd be like this is trash but because i watched it as a kid i'm like this is the best thing ever Mm -hmm. everyone else is like you're crazy yep um, my fun fact, coincidentally, has to do with our metaphor today, and I promise I did not actually plan it. The Lord um, was just connecting yeah, the dots. Yeah, legit. Um, and that is that I love my car, which is a Toyota Matrix. My family is a Toyota family through and through. So it was mine growing up. Nice, love it. Oh yeah, you had a matrix when I first I met you. I did. Yeah. I was
1: actually gonna interject and say True. extra fun fact w- I also had a matrix. matrix. My
0: family had two there you like go. over the years. Extra fun fact I also grew up listening to the Gaither Vocal Band. So there you go. So cool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I have only ever had this one car. I bought it off of my dad When I came back from Indonesia, so I've had it for almost five years now Mm. and um, I drove it around a lot before I went to Indonesia, but it was still his and I just love it so much. If you've ever had a matrix, you know, it's like a nice compact car. But at the same time, the legroom in it is amazing. Like you can fit a lot in it, but you don't feel crammed. And it also like is easy to park. It doesn't. T- it's not big and bulky. Um. So I've I've said before that when it dies, I'm just gonna walk everywhere because I <laughs> refuse to get another car because I also hate change. So yeah. I'm actually gonna cry one day when that thing dies. Oh, probably. Yeah. But the funny thing is that I bought it off of my dad. So it's a 2010 silver Toyota Matrix. And um, I bought it off my dad. And then he went and just bought another silver Toyota Matrix. <laughs> <laughs> so we have two silver Toyota Matrixes in um, our driveway. And when we come to church, we both work at the church. So they're just like there. And I just Chilling think it's so funny. Other. I suggested one time and he didn't like boycott it. But I we just have yet to do it. I think we should like dress similar and take a like picture with both of our cars and make it our like Christmas card one year or something. Because I just think it's really That funny. would actually be very funny. Right. I just love it. It's so much so <laughs> his is a 2013 and there's like a couple things that are different about it so if you look closely you can figure out whose is whose
1: and you have different things hanging in the yeah in off the rear mirror, view mirror. Yep. yeah
0: right now it's actually an air freshener that you gave me like probably over a year ago
1: definitely still smells mm.
0: don't know about not that. good
1: <laughs> <laughs> still smells Oh
0: dear okay yep.
1: I'm really honestly very excited for this episode, so I'm going to pray and we're going to get started because I just can't wait because the Lord has just been teaching me some cool things and I'm just so thankful and so excited to be able to share them. So let's let us pray. Lord, um, I'm just so thankful to be here. I thank you so much for this podcast and I thank you for the 24 episodes that we have recorded and released. And, um, Lord, uh, I just pray that this might be someone's favorite episode Mm. and, um, we thank you Lord for just the things that you've been teaching us over this year. And we just thank you for, um, the friends that we've had on and the stories that they've been able to share. And we just thank you so much, Lord, for all that you've done and, um, I thank you, Father, for this episode and for this um, metaphor that you have been teaching me about. And so, Lord, I, I, I just pray as we um, share this and have conversations about it, that we would just be able to um, c- communicate clearly and just allow this idea to be very well re- Very well worded. (laughs) Uh, And I just pray all these things in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. I love that both of the things (laughs) that I struggled on was clearly communicated and well worded. Talk about irony. But I love
0: that (sighs) when, when we pray, we don't have to be like oh, no, I like didn't use the right grammar or like we're just having a real conversation with God. Right. He's like, I take you as you are. So it doesn't matter. He's probably laughing a little bit right now. I hope so.
1: (laughs) And every time that gets played over, over you know, oh, boy, that's the Uh, problem with these things is that they're like permanently recorded forever forever and and ever. ever. Amen. (laughs) Okay. So I just want to start off by saying that this is probably not going to be the typical cars metaphor that you're expecting.
0: Yeah, we're going to twist it we're gonna go in places you didn't think we were going to yeah yep. so i'm really excited which means we'll probably have to do another cars metaphor at some point and then it'll be called cars, cars two. <gasps> two part two good movie oh you mean that yeah okay Anyways. i missed that <laughs> wow yeah <laughs>
1: um so the other day i had to get an oil change on our car and this is the first time that we have changed our oil in this car and because you don't it's need to new because it's new ish <laughs> you don't need to do the math it was late thank you but we we did it so there we go um i went to a new mechanic for no reason aside from the fact that it was beside my chiropractor cool. and i was like if i drop off the car i'll walk to the chiropractor and then i'll Smart. come back pick up the car thought it would be a foolproof plan it was great it, nice. it was, it a, was full a full fruit. Fruit. yeah i don't cool. know why i <laughs> verbalized it like that um so i went to active green and ross and shout out i've yeah <laughs> thank you for a great time and a good metaphor for life um so what they do and i'm it was very new for me so i've never experienced this before was they like took pictures of everything of the car oh. and like kind of did like an overall view of the mm-hmm. car and I didn't know whether to think that was creepy or good. So I'm just <laughs> assuming it was good. Like they want to make sure that things are working yeah. well and whatever. And then they put these, they put everything into these three different categories. So they put, I, I, we had 20 things in the okay section. So in the green section, we had 20 different things. And there were pictures corresponding with like, your tires look good. Your brakes look good. Your, these things look good. So we were like, cool. We got 20 things in the yes. okay, in the okay category section section. yeah and then in the orange section um it says service suggested so it's these things that like aren't necessarily like a dire need they don't need to be looked at immediately but car's not gonna blow up yeah but (laughs) but they should be looked at soon yeah the service is suggested if you can do it right away great get that back up into the green if not just be aware that it could go into the red if no action is taken so i was like okay Good to know. Yeah, thank you for making me aware of these things. Yeah, and then we had two things in that section, by the way, okay. two things. Okay, nice. so not really bad, but no. Anyway, twenty compared to two. That's I know great. it's pretty good. Yeah, and then is the red section, which says service required, and we also had two things in that section. Nice. So we still it's have a good to ratio. It. We yeah. got to do that. Yeah. yeah. So two two and twenty is pretty good. But in the red section are things that they like strongly suggest with their opinion, like they yeah. that you should. do something with these issues um because they are issues that aren't necessarily very good things so then um i found this like really helpful in understanding our car like i'm not a mechanic so i don't know a lot of things so the fact that they very clearly laid out green good orange service required red bad sorry orange service suggested red service required like the fact that they actually like clearly labeled everything was very helpful to me in understanding the good the bad and the ugly and um I was thinking the other day that this is also very helpful when applied to our lives Whoa, (laughs) metaphor so cool I was at church and someone asked me how I was doing and I was like oh I'm doing well I'm doing good and then they looked at me as if like Nobody. Are,
0: are you really? Yeah. yeah.
1: Are you? You. You sure you're doing? You're. D- you're doing okay. And then I was like, how do I communicate that? Like, I'm doing fine. You know. Mm. And I think sometimes when people talk to me on Sunday mornings and it's like really early in the morning, I'm not <laughs> awake yet, so I might not seem fine, but I'm. I'm fine. I'm okay. <laughs>
0: Um, emotionally i'm okay but physically i'm not because it's the morning yeah (laughs) and i'm awake and i haven't had my coffee
1: yet no so um i was just like talking and i wanted to convince this person that i was okay so i verbalized and i was like let me let me lay this out for you this is when i first kind of connected the lord connected these dots for me and i was like this is what happened with my car there were things in the green section things with the orange and things in the red in my life Things are very similar. I got lost in the green, a couple things in the orange. And at that time, I was like, I don't have anything in the red. And yep. things that were in the red are now in the orange, or things that were in the red are now in the green. Like, yeah. things have moved maybe since last time we had talked. Yeah. Um, But it was just a very good way of, like, communicating that. And he was like, okay, okay, that makes sense. <laughs> I'm glad to hear that you're doing well. I'm like, thank you. Yeah, like, it was just a good way quick and easy way of understanding so yeah. and when um, you was cool. first
0: messaged me about this idea i instantly was like i love that so much and immediately applied it to my life because i mm-hmm. think i texted you and i was like this is what's in the green for me this is what's in the orange and this is what's in the red like just communicating and like having that vocabulary yeah because i think when we say oh i'm fine people just know like fine isn't really good but it's not really bad and i know when i'm at church and i'm like greeting people and they're like oh yeah i'm fine or i'm okay i'm always like i feel like i need to follow up with a question but i don't know what it should be you know what i mean because like fine for one person might be different but it's just you never know if you should like dig deeper and i just loved like how applicable that is to our lives yep. because I also do really appreciate people like that who say, no, but are you really good? Mm-hmm. Because I think a lot of the time we're all guilty of this. We ask someone how they're doing and we don't actually care, right? It's, and it's, it's a cultural thing. Yeah. Hey,
1: how are you? Oh, I'm good. How for are you? you? Good. Cool. Glad that conversation meant <laughs> nothing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: And it's not that we don't care about that person. Sometimes it's just like you're literally passing each other in the hallway and you don't have time for their life story. It's just or cultural. Like yeah. Exactly. Um, but it's just... I think such a cool way for us even to process our own lives. Cause mm-hmm. sometimes I'm like, wh- what is going on right now? Like, how do I feel? You know? Yep. Yeah. Yeah.
1: On Tuesday night, we had small group and at small group, someone asked me how I was doing. Classic. So I gave them a slight spoiler alert and said, <laughs> this is, this is going to be our next podcast episode. Um, and I was like, just sharing how my, how I was feeling within these different categories. And they were like, that was really helpful. So we literally on Tuesday, like went around the circle and everyone shared their greens, their oranges and their reds of things that like need service or need attention or things that are kind of like, this could be good, could be bad depending on how it pans out, whatever. And then things that are just good. Like it was like really, really beneficial to just be able to share in that way. And like you said, it's a good way to communicate it. It's also a good way in processing, like, Our own and others to be like, oh, this is really affecting them. Like, I need to pray for these red things in this person's life. You know,
0: it reminds me of our friend Shannon, because I think it was in youth um, when we had small group. A lot of the time we would start things out and she would say, tell me one good thing about your week and one bad thing about your rose and a thorn. Yeah, because I think a lot of the time the question, how are you? We think that it has to have, like, one word to define it. Good, Mm. bad, okay, fine. But are any of us ever fully good or fully bad? It's like, no, there are so many different things going on in our lives. It's like a car. Probably you'll potentially never have, like, everything in the green. Like, there's always things that are happening. So how do you define our lives or anything by just one simple adjective because and that's sometimes I think where when someone asks you how you're doing for me when there's green when there's orange when there's red things I'm like um how am I doing I don't know how to describe this to you because in some ways I'm fantastic but in other ways I'm terrible right and so this is like a good way to Um, realize our lives aren't entirely bad or entirely good. There's going to be like back and forth constantly and a little bit of both all the time because that's just the world we live in.
1: Yeah, yeah. And um, I think there's a beauty to this analogy because like it's, it's possible for situations to change colors. Yes. Like obviously there are things in the green that in one day could go to red. Like things happen in life that we don't understand, but there's also things, and don't get me wrong, not all situations can be quickly changed from red to green. Sometimes I recognize things are out of your control and you can't change it. Um, but sometimes you can sometimes like I think about with the things that are in our red section for our physical car like it needs money it needs time and it needs experienced help like I can't just go outside and put money towards it and time and be like good job yeah Yeah, and then change it to be in the red like I can't personally do that yeah and I think sometimes our lives need the same type of attention like there is service required and that service isn't always going to be money or time or experienced help like sometimes it's just um it could it could still be time yeah probably a lot of the time it is time because
0: change doesn't happen overnight correct it's like, oh i want to be better at reading my bible like it might like start out slow and we've talked about this in many other yeah. episodes like change happens over time it's not going to be immediate so there are certain things that gradually go from the red to the orange to the green over yeah. time right yeah yeah
1: yeah, and it definitely s- like certain situations that are in the red or in the orange, they all and even in the green, everything just needs to be surrendered. Yes, because I could spend all day and all night worrying about this car or my situations that are in the green or in the red, but if I just surrender them and be like, Lord, I need your help. Like yeah. I need you in this situation, He will. He will show up and He will help. And if we're obedient to listen, like things can change colors. Yeah,
0: and I think also discipline is something that we talked about just a little while ago that is required as well. Cause again, if it's something that is in your control, if it's not like, Oh my health, sometimes our health is just outside of your control. Like there's a number of people in my life who have recently been diagnosed with cancer. Like There are things that we just can't do. Right. But then there are other things where it's like, oh, man, I really want to improve this skill or I want to be better at this, whatever it is that takes discipline to make those changes happen. But then, like you said, things that are outside of our control. I've been learning a lot recently, like just waiting Sometimes you just have to wait for something to go from the red to the orange to the green because it is a circumstance that has nothing to do with your actions. It's just like the circumstance that God has put you in in that moment. And like you said, surrendering to him, like just allowing him to fully be in control because there's literally nothing else you can do. But then to add to that prayer, like Mm -hmm. prayer is always something that we can physically do no matter the think, color yeah no matter the color the situation yeah. why it's in that color how long it's been in that color prayer but it's funny because i think sometimes we don't think of prayer as an action hmm. do you know what i mean like just right now as i was saying that i was thinking like oh there's nothing you can do except pray but it's like okay but that's actually something that you can do and a it's very a very large physical action. thing yeah but we so often don't think of prayer or understand how powerful prayer actually is. Right. Yeah. So it's something that we definitely should be covering every issue and situation that's in any color, like in prayer and not just like once, but constantly.
1: Yeah. 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 And I think there's a lot of discernment that comes because like in certain situations that you can't do anything with, like you don't, you might assume that a situation is, requires no action maybe yeah. other than prayer but other ones do require action and i think there's a lot of discernment and just like being in constant communication through prayer with the lord yeah because he will he will show you he will guide you what actions need to be take yeah taken, taken. <laughs> wow i work at cumon i teach (laughs) students Um, our
0: english is in the red (laughs) yeah
1: oh my word clearly communicate (laughs) (laughs) yeah and i think like sometimes it's easy for us to uh, like here's what i'm guilty of i know of things that are in like the orange or the red such places colors whatever yeah um and i know what actions need Mm. to be Taken yep. in order to move it to a different color and I'll pray about it and I'll be like, Lord, what can I do in this situation? Yeah. And he's like, uh, do this, Literally this. have that hard conversation, yeah. do what you need oh. to do. And I'm like, Lord, Lord there's nothing I can <laughs> yeah. do. Please, Lord, <laughs> help me. I need your help. He's like, I'm telling you. And it's like, that's no, so but I accurate. don't know. Like sometimes we need to pray to discern what needs to be done, but sometimes we just need to do what we know we need to do. Just do it. Just do it. Nike, Nike. swoop. You yep. know, just do it. Like yeah. we just need to be obedient. And that's sometimes really challenging. Cause you got to swallow your own pride and
0: just do it. And usually it's because the thing God tells you is the solution. You're like, Uh, Yeah, we keep things like in the red or the orange. Yeah,
1: even though we're struggling with it, we're like, no, no, this this is much better than having that hard conversation.
0: I have so had relationships in the red because in my mind it's harder to have the hard conversation than to just have a crappy relationship yep which is so sad
1: yeah because the, the crappy relationship is not fulfilling no in any sense of the form and it's
0: draining but actually yeah but yeah. having
1: that hard conversation and moving that that friendship from the red to the green is life-giving is fulfilling yeah it's just we have to actually do it yeah <laughs>
0: Um, with all this talk about prayer reminded me, my mom posted, um, this quote this week on Facebook. It's by Becky Thompson, who I have no idea who that is, but, um, it says, if you're overwhelmed by the fact that there is nothing you can do, but pray, then you, my friend have underestimated the greatest weapon. Hmm. It's like fat oof. Yeah. Like that is so true. Yeah. I fully recognize that I do not understand the power of prayer.
1: No, I don't know that any of us ever will No,
0: probably not because we're human, right?
1: Yeah. But beginning to understand it is powerful. Yeah,
0: definitely. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Oh, man. So good. It yeah. just applies to so many different things. Like when you said like having that hard conversation, my brain immediately was like, Anna, that's you. Like, I hate having hard conversations yeah. with people. Right. So it's like this applies to things you want to improve on relationships, like just circumstances you're in work. Fun, family, friends, like literally every area of your life. Yeah. Which is why I love this, like you bringing up this topic because I think is so practical. And I think there are some episodes we've done where, you know, the waiting episode, maybe you're not waiting for anything right now. So that doesn't apply to you right now. But I think this applies to every single person because there is no person out there that doesn't have something in the green, something in the orange, something in the red. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And I think a key, almost like the most important aspect of this is not judging what someone else puts in each category, Mm -hmm. because something that might be in the red for one person could be in the orange for another person. Something that might be in the orange for one person could be in the red. Something that could be in the green could be in the red for someone else. Like everyone has different Perspectives, everyone has different circumstances. And even if the same thing or a similar thing is happening and it's placed in two different colors, that does not mean one person is stronger than the other. It doesn't mean one person is better than the other or one person is weaker than, like, it doesn't. That's not what it means. Yeah. It means that different people approach life situations
0: differently and that's okay. Yeah. And we just have different personalities and have grown up with different circumstances right because I think of um, like I always go back to our move because that was one of the hardest things that I ever went through and that was like the reddest red thing that has ever happened in my entire life (laughs) like it was just so hard for me right because I hate change and we I had just grown up in Beamsville my entire life whereas and I have met other people who are like we're moving I'm so excited like and it's in the green it's in the green and I'm like you are insane like how on earth because they enjoy change change right and they enjoy like switching things up and I'm like you're actually crazy whereas and then I'm sure there are things that I consider really fun and exciting and green things that they're like oh my goodness no that causes me so much anxiety and you oh know no. like yeah <laughs> yeah
1: yeah yeah, exactly and I think even for me like losing my mother was one of the hardest things was the heart it is yeah. the hardest thing that I have faced and grief over the past five years has been awful and it's been just really hard. And so I feel like it goes from being in the red to going in the orange to going in the green in how I deal with it. We yeah. were processing this earlier and I was like losing my mom is never in the green, no. but how I process it and, and when the grief affects it can be in green situations. I yeah. don't know. Um, but I would say like for me, like I can't say my mom passed away therefore it's in the red for me but you losing your dog that can never be in the red because yeah. a dog is different than a mother yeah. like don't even don't even compare, compare the it. two yeah but who am i to say that because losing a dog is still just as sad or just yeah. as devastating and it could be in the red you know like yeah. i can't just go around being like well i have the worst thing happen to me that yeah. means your bad things aren't bad yeah and they don't suck like yeah. yes they do yeah. it still sucks for people and we can process our our situations and our emotions differently and it's okay if that yeah.
0: happens and i think the key to as we've talked many times before is balance because you we shouldn't compare our lives to others but at the same time other people's lives can put things into perspective right yeah and that's yeah. something i learned i used to so when we um first moved and i was at um heritage um, for school I met so many new people who had different experiences in me and had terrible things happen to them and I was still processing our move and I remember feeling so guilty mm. for being sad that we moved because there were like people who had dealt with like multiple family members committing suicide wow. and I remember literally saying these words to like my family I'm like they're sitting here dealing with that meanwhile I'm like oh no I moved like get over it Anna but at the same time like Your trials are still your trials and we all, as we said, have lived different lives and as you go through different hardships, like I'm sure as the years go on, I will face other hard things. And then moving will seem like a piece of cake compared to the other things yeah. that I've gone through. Right. Cause it's all perspective, but just because someone else was going through something really, really difficult and a different type of difficult didn't mean that I had to invalidate my feelings. Yeah. Cause that's, what's so important because they the danger in that is that you then don't process it and you just shove your feelings down and you think, well, Anna just get over the fact that you, you hated moving and just like move on with your life. Cause then I wouldn't have processed it. And then I probably wouldn't be where I am today where I am finally now glad that we moved. Like it would still be this deep wound inside of me that I never dealt with. Right. Cause it's like, if I, I don't know if this is a good analogy, but like if I, um, my finger gets chopped off. Like that's gonna hurt. But then if your arm gets chopped off, it's not like, okay, well, I don't need to tend to my finger being chopped off because your arm got chopped off. Yeah. Like yeah. You still have to tend to your wound, whether it's big or small to a degree, you know? Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. That's uh, I think that is metaphor a good an-
0: within a metaphor. <laughs> <laughs>
1: so <Inception>. trippy. <laughs> yeah. I think that is a good analogy because In physical things like that, no one would ever say... Oh, Anna, you don't need to worry about your finger yeah. that just got chopped up. You don't no one would ever say that. Yeah. Because physical things are so tangible and we yes. can see it. Yeah. Whereas when it's with emotions or yes. our mental health or things like that, like that's it's part harder. of the stigma, right? Is that um, it's like, oh no, what you're feeling, nah, no, that's Get not a real it. thing. Get yeah. over it. And I think that's a danger in this section because even what's what's difficult for one person might be a piece of cake for someone else, but it, it like you just can't judge because everyone has a different perspective and yeah. a different perception of like their world because yeah. of the different things that they face. Exactly. Yeah. Or if
0: you bring it back to the car, like we'll just go full circle. If my car, if I brought my car to this mechanic and he looked at everything and I, it's like, Oh, you have something I don't know cars very well guys like I have something tiny (laughs) that I need to take care of in my car that's in the red but like your brakes are just like shot you know what I mean but my tiny thing is also like if I don't take care of it my car's going to break down no one would be like well Becky's brakes are shot who cares about the little thing in your car take care of Becky's car and it's like well no both of them are going to cause us to not be able to drive and for our cars to like break down right so it just goes back to it's still something that needs to be cared for and taken care of yeah and addressed yeah and i think
1: even even in continuing with your car analogy with your car versus my car yeah like no one in their right minds would compare our cars side by side like that right like why would anyone do that because your car is your car and my car is my car and obviously they're different cars they were built
0: differently and they
1: run differently they whatever right so if we if we don't compare our cars like that like yeah you might say oh i put my car i put gas in my car last week and I would say, yeah, I did it yesterday. Now I'm Sure, broke. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Humor that's actually not funny. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm shedding a little tear yeah. over here. It's like a hundred dollars, anyways. Um, but like, it, it like no one in their right minds would compare those two issues. We would say, you have an issue, and I have an issue. We both need to work on our issues. Yep. Like, why yeah, would so we, why do, do we do, we do that lives? with lives? Yeah. And I think I think the beauty in that is because like we. We're okay to compare lives if it helps us. But I think so often the danger is that it doesn't help us. Cause I always think about Jesus. Like we're supposed to compare our lives to Jesus as an example. Right. And I think that's like the healthy, healthy act of comparison. But I think about going back to like my grief and my understanding of grieving and like me losing a mom is worse than you losing a dog and how easy it is to, to judge
0: Mm-hmm. and I'm losing my point of thought oh shoot oh no I hate when that happens I'm trying oh it, no come back oh, to it's
1: so good oh I know yeah yes. yeah it just always like that will if we're doing it in an unhealthy way that's yeah. what leads to discouragement and like um disappointment and there's no I don't know if this is even what I was trying to say I'm so sorry folks it's you're listening and probably like oh these guys <laughs> just this person Uh, it's the gas it's the gas money that has got me oops so sorry anyways it's just not healthy to compare no
0: like it's not but i uh, correct me if i'm wrong maybe this is where you were going it's okay sometimes to uh, you got it i got it you got it you can go you can go okay i was gonna say like (laughs) it's not good to compare in a negative way but if what i've gone through helps You process what you've gone through, then we can use our experiences to help somebody else with their experiences, even though they will never be fully the same. Yes. Does that make sense? Yes. Yeah. So it's like I have met other people who have had to move and gone through a very hard move. And um, a lot of them have been like moving countries. So that is completely different than me moving from Beansville to Newmarket. But... Some of the grief and mourning that goes on with moving, I did experience that. And so to a degree, I can relate to what they're going through. So you never want to be like, oh, I know exactly what you're going through. But in comparing our situations, we can um, support one another, Mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And what I was thinking about is like, I remember you said, whenever I lost my mom, it affected you. Right. And it does help put your own situations into perspective. Yes. Because I often think about difficult things that I even face, yeah. but I'm like, it's not as bad as when we lost mom. Yes. So it almost helps me to align my focus on the things that truly matter because yeah. me getting cut off in traffic could seem like a red situation. <laughs> yeah but it's not no. like it's not a red situation in yes. in comparison to all of my own problems yeah. right and that's when i think it's it's okay to yeah. compare to someone else's if it's bringing light to your own in saying yeah. i'm going to be okay
0: I would say that's not comparison. That's perspective. Okay. Yep, that's the difference. Yep, you know what I mean? Yep. I'm just realizing that now. And again, it doesn't mean that you have to be happy you got cut off in traffic, but it is the perspective of it because I often try to do that when I'm stressed with something like at work. I will literally often tell myself, Anna, your family is alive and healthy and you have a good relationship with them because sometimes I think... If things were worse, I would wish I was in the position I was in now that I'm anxious Hmm. about, you Mm -hmm, know, mm -hmm. like I I know people have said before, like when they're going through a tough time, they're like, oh, I would rather deal with this terrible thing instead of this terrible thing. Yeah, because it does put things into perspective. Perspective, And I think there isn't a clear line with all of this. Right. Like it's not like, oh, you shouldn't ever say this in comparison but you should say this with perspective yeah you just have to know people and have that rapport and understand okay w- and ask god for wisdom what is going to be helpful for me to say right now yeah because sometimes i'm like i don't want them to think that I know what they're going through because I don't. But I also want them to know that I care, you know. And so it's just praying for wisdom of, okay, how can I relate to them and share experiences for my life, but also not like diminish what they're going through.
1: Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, I think that's really important. And I think like that kind of brings me to like the last idea that I had. Um, is just like where our attention is being kept in all of this. Because if I, in my life, if I have things in the red and all my attention, and don't get me wrong, some red situations need your attention. I totally recognize that. But I would say that not all red situations need all of your attention. So if I if I am focusing all my attention in the things that are going on in the red, obviously it's going to bring me down. I'm going to be stuck in a rut. And if it's something that I can't change, that especially is when I shouldn't, maybe I shouldn't be putting all my attention there. But if we're focusing on the things in the green sections, like our salvation in Christ, Mm. like the hope that we have in him that's in the green, and that's not going to change. Those are things that are fully secured in In that green section. And if if we are focusing our lives there, doesn't make the red things go away that's for sure but it does it does help with the overall perspective of how you deal with things and I think that is that's a a beautiful thing that we need to just be able to recognize and be able to apply because some of the hardest times in my life have I can look back and they've been the most glorious times because of how the Lord has been with me and that's all due to those beautiful truths that I can cling to that are in the green sections that are never changing. I really like
0: that you said that because that's what we have to dwell on. Yeah. And the fact that, yeah, I hadn't thought about that before that like there are truths from scripture that will be in the green and there is nothing you can do to take them out. Right. It reminds me of like Romans eight, 38 to 39 like there's nothing that can separate you from the love of god that is permanently in the green no matter how hard you wish it wasn't maybe sometimes or don't believe it it's there whether you like it or not yep and i think there's also an importance in dwelling and reflecting on things that are in the green. Like each day I have um, a thankful journal that I actually do before I go to bed at night. I used to do it first thing in the morning. And then I realized like, I actually want to reflect on the day I just had. And so I have crappy days and it's like, I don't skip that day for my thankful journal because I guarantee you there are easily three things I can think of that I'm thankful for. Yeah. And so it's like allowing, um, it's it's just that intentional practice, right? You have to be intentional about thanking God for what is in the green. And that also reminds me, I read something a little while ago. It was a quote about... did you have a bad day or did you have one bad thing happened that then just painted the whole day bad? Yeah. Because we can choose whether we let that one bad thing define us or not. It's like when someone, 10 people can encourage you and say something nice. One person can say something mean. You're going to remember that one mean thing. It's like, no reflect on what is good. Like in Philippians, think on what is good, what is pure, what is lovely, what is admirable, what is excellent and praiseworthy. Right. Because there's always going to be stuff in the red. I I like the quote of like, don't wait for life to be perfect, to enjoy it because it's never going to be perfect. Think about right now. What can you be thankful for? Right. Because we should also always be able to think of things that are in the green.
1: Yeah. 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 That's really cool. We just wanted to also just really apply this um, to practically. Yeah. Yeah. To our lives. So um, we're just going to share things in, that are green or orange or red in, a, in our lives mm-hmm. um, because we want to make this just like really clear and really applicable. So we're hoping that you would be able to share this with your friends, yeah. like it, share the episode if you find necessary
0: or share the idea, like whatever is, is helpful. Next like time someone asks you how you're doing, be like, you know what? This is in the green, this is the orange, and this is the red. Yeah, and
1: like my prayer is that this helps you to process things, helps you to communicate things and just mm-hmm. to understand the good, the bad and the ugly. Yep. Yeah.
0: yeah. Okay, how do we wa- do you want to do like all three of yours and then I do all three of mine or do you want to do like your green, my green, your orange, my orange? I'll go then you go. Okay, cool. Okay. Um
1: Yeah, so I would say in the green for right now, I would say our marriage is in the green. And this is something that I think everyone thinks, oh, if you get married, it's always in the green. It is not always in the green. (laughs) Marriage is hard and it takes a lot of work. And I think just like cars need gas or need oil changes or need whatever, marriage needs constant communication and maintenance. And I think recently I would say that there was some communication errors that Jonathan and I had (laughs) you can see him right now but I can't (laughs) and I think that's a good thing um I think there were some things that we just needed to work on but I think through communicating those and both expressing just how we felt and things like that like it it was in the orange could have gone to the red but we kind of worked on it did that maintenance and it's in the green so that's one thing for me that I'm like really grateful for being in the green um in the orange I've been feeling the weight of the pandemic Mm. and I feel like we always talk about pandemic and covid things but we don't actually talk about how it's been affecting us and i think i've just been really feeling the the weight of the two years the past two years and um i've just been trying to be more intentional and so uh, my friendships i would say have been and are still kind of in the orange because there's been a lack of intentionality both on my part and on my friend's part like it's not just me but it's not just them it's just like two-way street you know So uh, I feel like that has really affected just my mental health in this season. So that as a whole, I would say is currently like in the orange, but like working, I'm it's hard. It's hard to be intentional. It's hard to be like really active in seeking friendships. Right. And seeking out being a good friend. And I know that. I've always heard that quote of like, be the type of friend that you want yeah. your friends to be. Yeah. And I've been really lacking in that. Yeah. And I think I've been putting a lot of expectation on myself, but also on others. And I'm disappointing myself and they're disappointing me. You know what yeah. I mean? Like yep. everyone's just disappointing <laughs> anyway. So that's been in the orange, but I've been hoping and praying that that's going to go into the green mm-hmm. through sunshine and friendships, you <laughs> know, just like being intentional with people. Yep. Um, and in the red right now, There are like some situations going on with my family that I've just been weighing like really hard and they are completely out of my control, which Mm. is which is just so difficult because I almost wish they were in my control so I could do something about them. But I'm just going to continue to use the greatest weapon, which is prayer, and just hope that the Lord will take that from the red situation into even an orange. I'd be grateful if it moves into the orange, but into the green would be a a huge blessing. So yeah, I would say that those, that's my green, orange, and red. And so I don't know if that's helpful for anyone who can maybe connect with things that I'm feeling or experiencing, but yeah,
0: that's, that's my example of this metaphor. Love it. Um, for me, (laughs) this is, i'm gonna go backwards can i go backwards sure okay i'm gonna start with red um i would say my sleep schedule um it was in the green at the beginning of the year i was killing it um and then discipline it, it, yeah it that episode exactly. is very good yeah. but very not good <laughs> yeah so and that so that is something within my own control that i need to um be better at and i know what i need to do now i just need to do it right um, and, and you're praying, Lord, help me. Yeah. How do I fix? He's this? like, <laughs> just do it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, just go to bed at ten o'clock. It's not that difficult. <laughs> it is though. Um, <laughs> and then also I would say pride. Um, I've just seen how it's been like creeping back into my life. Not that it's ever fully like gone away, but just like very specific situations within my mind where i'm like oh anna no no like you know just like stop thinking that um so yeah that is that's one where i know that there's probably some practical things that i can do but i think it's more of a prayer thing because it's like an internal it's a thought in my mind so i just need to like capture them and give them over to god and a Um, surrender yeah exactly and then the orange i would say work right now Just a lot of things that I have been having a lot of anxiety over, but I've really been just learning to trust God and surrender those things. And um, I was telling Becky earlier, this one flips flip flops back and forth between green and orange. And I think um, something to note as well, there are things that I think for all of us start in the red every single morning of our lives. And we have to pray for them to go into the green. So like, Every single night before I go to bed, just recently, right now, not every day, but just the season of my life right now, I'll be like, "Oh my gosh, I have to do this tomorrow. I have to do this tomorrow." I'm like, oh. and I'm like, "Okay, God, like, this is." If it's your will, it'll happen, right? So just trusting him. So every night I have to be like, I am going to trust you all over again tomorrow morning. Mm -hmm. And then in the morning I have to go, I am going to trust you with today and all the things that it holds. So that is like a daily, like going from red to orange to green, like every morning kind of thing. But I think that's not because I'm doing it wrong. It's because th- you have to. Like yeah. as a human being, it it's almost discipline. like we start over fresh every single day, right? Which sometimes yeah. is good. Sometimes I'm like, I wish that really great thing would carry over <laughs> into yeah. today, right? Um and then also um my Graham, for those of you who don't know, she was hit by a car back um at the end of December and actually during one of our podcasts. Yeah, it was during one of our podcasts. Um, and so she is doing so much better now. Um, and I know so many people have been praying for her, like literally hundreds. Um, so that is awesome. So I say it's in the orange because, um, she's still healing and stuff. And that's something that is also completely outside of my control that I'm just continuing Mm -hmm. uh, to pray about. But I'm also thankful because it was definitely in the red for a while there. Um, so it's moving up. So I'm thankful for that. And then my green is, I asked Becky, I'm like, is it weird if I say, like, just life in general? Like, I don't know how to describe it, but, like... I am just really thankful right now for the season that I'm in. And I have a lot of like new exciting things happening. And I have like trips and traveling stuff that I have planned, which is like crazy because like I haven't done that for two years. And I used to travel all the time. Yeah. Um. So I'm really excited about that. And then uh, friends. I feel like I'm just r- so thankful for my friends and my family. Like I just there's ups and downs. Right. But just like in a good place relationally that a word um, yes okay cool <laughs> um, my English <laughs> is in the red uh, yeah. yeah so that's yeah that's me right now that's cool yeah
1: see how easy that was <laughs> friends talk about cars and share your life yeah <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah yeah so I like if you guys are in small groups like share this like go around and ask people like where's yeah. your green where's your orange at where's your red because it's just like a good Way to process it and verbalize yeah. it. And I wanted to say too, when Becky first told me about this, you know, when there's something in your life that you've like always felt and it's in your brain, but you don't know how to like say it out loud or explain it to someone else, I feel like this gives us the vocabulary to talk to other people about how we are doing. You know, like sometimes it's just a lack of vocabulary that keeps us from understanding other people, from understanding ourselves, by being vulnerable and sharing with other people. And I think this is just so practical. And I know it's something I'm definitely going to be using and telling everybody about. Yeah. Yeah. I was super grateful. Awesome.
1: Thank you, Active Green and Ross. Yes. (laughs) They probably had
0: no idea that...
1: See, anything
0: can be an analogy.
1: Thank you, Lord, for connecting the dots. After seeing him, we pray that you go and and make make him known. known.